glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Three, two, one. We're going to hit one of these shots, baby. We're drinking Malibu shots here on today's episode of the podcast. I'm one shot in, uh, one shot in deep. I had a shot of tequila right before we got on the podcast. We're going to have a good time. We're going to party like it's fucking, uh, there's no tomorrow, baby. We're back. It's good to be here. It's um, Thursday, February 11th, 2021. It's good to be back. It's good to be here in front of you all. Appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode. It's episode, obviously, 322 of Kicking It with the motherfucking King, baby, because we are back. Now, let me just tell you, man, last night was absolutely wild, man. I'm surprised. I was surprised that I was standing for so long. But it's like one of those things. I don't know if you guys ever had those kinds of buzzes. Where you're just drinking back-to-back shots like it's water. You're drinking it back-to-back and you're just like, oh, oh, this shot seems like, oh, this little tiny bit of alcohol. Four of these is going to get me fucked up. Wow. I mean, generally, like, when I first started drinking and thinking about how it was, I was like, dude, that's insane how a little-ass shot glass of alcohol has the power to really change your mood just like that. It just depends on the kind of drunk you are, depending on how many people you're around, depending on what's going on, depending on what you drink. And some of the stuff is a little bit more extreme. I mean, Malibu, my thought process when I went and bought this bottle of Malibu yesterday that I'm looking right at, I was thinking in my head, I was like, I want something that I can get fucked up off of and somewhat still be decent. Because I know know there's chasers... And all that, but I'm I'm just I don't want to have to have the nasty taste. Can they make something that tastes like soda or candy, like fruit fruity candy, and we could take it and we could become intoxicated? Is there pills to become properly intoxicated? Do you think it, can can they control like a like you know how they make weed and stuff? Or they they have different strains of weed. Like they should make an alcohol that doesn't get people like too fucked up. Or it just depends on how you drink, obviously. Like I said, you can backtrack what I just said. Because it's like, you are in control of what you drink and stuff. And I'm feeling like a I'm feeling like a buzz is coming along. Is, is that weird to say off one shot? Is, is that possible? That's, sim- that's so similar to people saying the, the first time they ever smoked. 
they're like, oh, I'm high. Oh, no, you're not. You're not high yet. Unless it was a big ass hit or something. Unless you took like a bong rip or something like that. But if you take one general hit, uh, one hit is not enough to get me high unless I'm doing a dab or uh, or taking a really hard hit out of a, a really strong pen. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Let me turn on the light real quick. And pick up my phone because there's a phone on the floor. <coughs> Excuse me. So I ordered the note and it should be here tomorrow. It says on Thursday, but no fucking way. They need to update that. It says it, it says to it's going to be arriving by tomorrow. And obviously, you know me. I have to go on Amazon. I always go on Walmart. I went online and I just purchased a new one. Because, you know, it's so funny. The phone was on the floor. It was the note. And I've told you guys for like the longest time that I've used Android and iPhone. And I just like them both so much. That I have one that I use for fun and one I kind of use for all my general stuff like social media, my texting back, and just everything. I mean, I'd rather have one general phone that could do it all, but, you know, iPhone, Android, it's hard to pick. I mean, I use one for important stuff and I use one to download a shit ton of games and not give a fuck about the storage. Because you know what else sounds good too? 250 gigs of storage. External. How much is that? I'm going to look that up on the show later. Or just purchase one of those. But yeah, I got a, a nice case for it too. Um, it's waterproof. The, the case is waterproof. And um, obviously shockproof. And, you know, um, waterproof, shockproof, snowproof, or whatever it is. Like, it's completely closed off. But the whole reason why I ordered a new note was because the last one broke. Do you guys remember what I talked about? couple weeks ago with my check uh, checked card the mobile deposit when you take a picture of your check right that whole thing I, I thought that i lost all that money so i was just all fucking angry and i was just like oh fuck this shit and i was just i was just mad because the phone that i did it on i was like what the fuck dude just i'm just out of a 891 dollar check and i was just fucking upset it's a quick little recap just in case you guys didn't know what happened or what lives as well and everybody has their own lives too but ladies and gentlemen it's your job as a to listen to podcasts if you listen to the podcast and i repeat myself enough then you know it's it's kind of like you get to know the person when you're listening to the podcast so quickly let's not get off topic but yeah so i ordered a new one and it should be like i said it should be here tomorrow it's so exciting i'm so excited I mean, I'm I shouldn't have broke this one, but I when I when I first got it, man, it was already cracked. The thing, the fun, the funny story is about it is I found it, and it just so happened to be unlocked. Not unlocked, but like it didn't have a passcode. It didn't belong to anybody. It looked as if no one had used it in hell along. I wish I could really tell the story, but who knows who listened to the show? But the way I found it, yeah, I just picked it up and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna keep this. And it wasn't anybody's. It was it was um in the warehouse though. I found it in the warehouse like a warehouse, but it was in a box and they were gonna they were gonna recycle them, I think. And I was like, ooh, that's a note. And I was like, can I keep this? And I just kept it. You know what I mean? It was um yeah, really good phone. I was like, who the hell would get rid of a note? Like the biggest illusion in the world is people thinking that they need I say this all the time. People think that they need all the newest iPhones, all the newest Androids, but I was like, dude, I like this. No, I'm a huge fan. It plays movies really well. Its sound quality is excellent. Everything's super clear on it. It's very fast. Um, the battery lasts a long ass time, longer than iPhone, that's for sure. But I don't know. I, I have the eight, the iPhone eight, so I don't know how the newer phones are and how the um 
battery quality is, but generally, a phone will last you the entire day. You know, it's overall a really good phone. So, like, I'm excited. <laughs> I can't wait to get that. Um, what else is it up? Um, I mean, obviously, just, just, just been work, working, and hanging out. You know, occasionally coming home and sleeping for, like, a fucking long time. Like, I love to sleep. I never realized how much I uh, appreciated my sleep until... I was only really getting like four hours a night and working the entire day. But um, yeah, overall, you can just be happy with what you do and be proud of your accomplishments and stuff because that's very important in life for people to be happy with what they do, be happy with how they carry themselves, be happy with the accomplishments that they, that they have made. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the shot. Let's take the shot. I didn't even fill up the shot glass completely. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing shots here, and we're discussing everything UFC 258. We'll bring that up later on um, after I'm done talking about whatever the fuck I'm talking about, and we will continue. Um, I've been getting some really positive feedback lately, too, so thanks to that. Thanks to all who have... Um, reached out and personally told me that they've been listening to the podcast lately. I, I genuinely appreciate that. I genuinely like it. It's motivating. It makes it more fun to have good shows. It makes it more fun to obviously come up with new ideas or new things to talk about or just, you know, just completely have a good time. That's what we're all about here. Like it says in the ad, dude, you guys want to hear the ad again? That thing was fucking awesome, bro. But yeah, I, I just like to persuade, motivate no fucking way. No fucking way. No motherfucking way. I just went on. I just hopped on Spotify for a quick second. I've definitely got to listen to that podcast later. Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan. I thought that they're talking about that they did like some dude on Twitter was talking about Elon Musk being on Joe Rogan and I checked it out earlier. I looked at the tweet and I was like, oh, was I was thinking in my head, was he on in the past or something? Or did Joe have him in his new studio? So I'm guessing Joe Rogan had him in the new studio studio, so we'll have to go and uh check that thing out later on too. So that that'll be something to do. Um I'm not doing anything for the rest of the day today. Obviously you see me here or you don't see me. You are aware that I am taking shots and we're going to get pretty high, fucking high and fucked up on this show, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, without further ado, we're nine minutes in. Sit back, relax, enjoy yourself. Pop open your bottle of tequila. Roll up your joint. Whatever it is you do to entertain yourself, you're going to be more entertained on this motherfucking show. So, sit back, relax, and let's get this shit started at the top. Um, So, like I said, it's, it's fight week um ufc 258 returns a ufc returns with the, their is it their second pay-per-view in like under two months or something like that super exciting we've got um gilbert burns finally being able to have that crack at ufc gold against his former teammate kamaru usman defending welterweight world champion oof man it's such an interesting fight and you know very dangerous fight for both men dangerous in the fact that um Gilbert Burns is one of those guys that, you know, trained with Usman day in and day out. Similarly to Cain Velasquez training with DC. Similarly to Rashad Evans training with John Jones back in the day. I know there's some some pretty basic comparisons, but those were the ones that were thrown out as of late when it comes to former training partners fighting each other. And, you know, usually doesn't turn out too good after 
um, trading partners have to, I mean, eventually have to fight. I mean, when you get top contenders and, and stack divisions like that, and you know they're training with each other, because all these guys have one goal in mind. They want to be the baddest motherfucker on the planet. I'm not just going to sit on the side and let someone just take all the glory that I want. Like, these dudes bleed, they cry, they get in pain, broken bones, fractures. Fight game's a dirty business, man. It's very, very dirty business. So, I mean, you can't just sit here and, like, put you put your pride aside. Say, like, for example, you know, two top light heavyweights are training. You know, they're, they're top promising light heavyweights. And, you know, we get to this point in time in the sport where you see good guys and then the sport evolves constantly. But, you know, for, unfortunately, both these guys are uh, former teammates. Obviously, Usman has moved gyms. But... You know, anybody could uh, sit and say that they fucking trained with whomever. You know, training is training. I just got done talking about that. The fight game and the fight is different because in training, you're just learning and peacefully, you know, getting the knowledge and absorbing whatever knowledge is it, it is that you're getting in. And you're not trying to take each other's heads off, right? But you fast forward to a fight, a fight's way different. That's what makes us... Um, fight with Usman and Gilbert Burns very different. You know they trained in they trained with each other day in and day out, and uh, you know it. Um, I don't know how the sessions went. Only they know. Only their coaches know. Only the people's closest to them know. And and we're gonna get a taste of that on Saturday. It's an interesting fight. Breakdown wise, I think Gilbert Burns is good everywhere the fight goes. I mean, he has good grappling. Obviously, phenomenal jujitsu. Great striking. He can knock you out on the feet. De most definitely can knock you out on the feet for sure. Um, he's very good, obviously, with his feet, or his footwork and his timing. And he, I think he's just very accurate and very fast, dude. And he hits hard. And he, he looks to knock people out. So, I mean, he's looking to knock Usman's head completely off his body come Saturday night. But the question is, can he do it? The one thing similar to Khabib and similar to Usman is, can he stop the forward pressure, the forward um, grappling? You know, Usman can do that for 25 minutes plus if need be. And when you're constantly having to fight off takedown attempts and being able to chain them together as good as um, Usman was and is able to do, it makes for an interesting, interesting, interesting fight. Because I've been reading and seeing all these different predictions and people thinking about how the fight's going to go. A lot of people are assuming and thinking that Usman won't want to take him down and he won't. He will stand with him to avoid the devastating jujitsu game of Gilbert Burns. A lot of people think that Usman's pressure. I mean, personally, me, I think even with a, a real good background in jujitsu. And you got a guy like Usman who's, who's not going to spend too much time in one position. He chains his wrestling techniques together. He adjusts his position constantly. And I just don't th I think he's too smart to know when to be, when to not put himself in a bad spot. Like he, he knows not to put himself in a bad spot. And I'm pretty sure he trades with really good jujitsu guys as well. I mean, look at the gym he's at. He's at an amazing gym, amazing head coach. I mean, um, Rose Namajunas is coach, if I'm not mistaken, um, is his new head coach. And that is, uh, what's his name? He does commentary occasionally on the UFC. What the fuck is it? Oh, Trevor Whitman. Yeah, Trevor Whitman. So he has an amazing coach. I mean, Usman is a super athlete. He's a big, strong guy. Great wrestling, great takedowns, and great cardio. And 
has power in his hands, but we haven't necessarily seen him knock too many people out. But hey, when he's not knocking people out, he's beating the fuck out of them, he's taking them down, smashing them. You can't stop the pressure. Same thing with Khabib. You can't stop the takedowns. And 99% of the people that fight Khabib or fight Usman before they get in there have already lost. I mean, for, for Usman, I see ways for him to be beaten. And if I think if, if you were to put it on a scale to say who loses first in the UFC, I'd say Usman 10 times out of 10 versus Khabib losing. <coughs> Excuse me. Quickly, I'm going to take this shot real quick. You know, I said we were going to take this shot earlier, and we never did. I just hate the taste of alcohol. But uh, it's your choice. I am consuming myself. I am destroying my liver. If not alcohol, I'm destroying my liver with Advil PMs. Because I am an addict. When it comes to my sleep. Mind you, I just got done telling you guys earlier and previously in the other episodes that my days generally go from 14 to 16 hours. I come home probably about 1.30, 2, 1.30 to 2 in the morning. Sometimes 1.30 more times than anything. Then I got to go to sleep from 2 to 5. It's only like three hours to three and a half hours or so. Almost four. And yeah, dude, that's not normal for anybody to do that five days a week. Are you telling me there's only two days a week that I can sleep like a normal human being? That's absolutely wild and insane. So it's like, that's the whole reason why I was like, dude, I have to sleep. Because me, and I know a lot of you guys can probably relate to this. Like, say, for example, you know you got to be somewhere tomorrow. Or, you know, you got to be at a certain place at a certain time. And, you know, like, for example, like saying, like, you know, you need to fucking sleep and you won't go to sleep. Like, I'm not the type of guy that's going to go right to sleep. That's the thing. That's what I have a problem with. I'm not going to go right to sleep. I mean, I will eventually, but it's like, dude, I was like, if I don't get sleep, I'm going to be fucking insanely tired. And I was like, I, I'm just not going to do that to myself. So, I mean, there's times where, where I do take a lot of Advil PMs. I mean, it's I, I take Advil PMs, but um, you guys have been to 7-Eleven. You know what a 7-Eleven is. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are stupid. But around, it was three ninety nine, I think. If I do believe that was like a little bit lesser than the other Advil PMs, but uh, they still, you know, still do the same fucking ex- uh, effect and stuff. So you go from talking about UFC 258 to talking about my addiction to Advil PMs. It's not an addiction. It's just there's times where I feel like I need it, especially if, if, if I'm not going to sleep and I have to fucking be up. Dude, I can live to fight another day. I don't fucking do Advil PMs every single day. I just uh, occasionally take them when, you know have a headache or just need a nice little good sleep. I took one earlier so I could take a nap. <sighs> Sounds like an addiction to me, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, back to um, <laughs> Gilbert Burns versus Kamaru Usman. I mean, what what does Gilbert Burns have that Kamaru Usman doesn't? I say power, and I say, like, you know, if Gilbert Burns hits you clean, you know, obviously, like I said, Usman can hit you clean too and knock you out, but Gilbert has, I think, significantly more power. I mean, Usman has power. I mean, he, he's a complete mixed martial artist, but we just never see him knocking anybody out because more times than anything, he's, utilized, he's utilizing his wrestling 
He's chaining things together, and he's winning in all the different ways. If he doesn't win by his strikes or on the feet, he's dominating you on the ground. He's taking you down. He's using his strikes, striking and wrestling, and gets you up against the cage. He'll pressure you, and he'll take you down, and he'll smash you. He'll switch positions constantly, and just like you're having a wet blanket all over you, and you can't get off. And the same thing with Khabib. He just never lets anybody rest. Usman has a really good gas tank. And I think in this fight, his gas tank, I think that is pressure. I think that it, I'm obviously I don't say I'm not picking Usman to win by knockout, but I do believe and I do think that you know Usman, if it does if this fight doesn't contest on the feet, then I think it's gonna be a lot of grappling, and you know I just don't see Kamaru in any spots where he's gonna be in trouble jujitsu defense wise. I mean if Gilbert tries to attempt submission or a submission attempts or anything, when he's constantly getting taken down, I mean you, you never know. What what can happen? I mean, you just never know what could happen in general. I mean, Gilbert Burns could utilize some phenomenal takedown defense. I don't know his stats on takedown defense. I don't know how how he really is relatively when it comes to that. But we will get to see it on Saturday. And if he, if he can stop the takedowns, similarly to what I said in the past for all Khabib's opponents, for all Usman's opponents, if they can stop the takedown and and provide some legitimacy on the feet. Then that's that, I mean if you can't stop the take say like for example you suck on the feet but you still you can't you, you're better on the ground or something like that because if um, Usman can't get Gilbert Burns down it's gonna be a full on sparring and kickboxing match and we've never really seen Usman in one of those I mean obviously the Colby fight was good I mean Usman did good against Masvidal now he gets Gilbert Burns. One of the freshest faces at 170 pounds. One of the most dangerous guys at 170 pounds. And the guy who's coming hungry for that that UFC gold. So we'll get to see that. Um, and um, and then some. We got a, a, we got a really good card this weekend, too. I, 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 it's a solid card for, for pay-per-view. For anybody that watches pay-per-view or just, you know, casual fight fans. It's, um, it's, it's a normal, uh, what is it called? A, you know, an, uh, another pay-per-view. So, I think it'll be a, you know, obviously, like I said, anytime there's pay-per-views or any fight nights like that, dude, it, it's a good time. You get to hang out with your friends. You get to do everything. Um, and, and you know, obviously, like I said, get together, get fucked up. It depends on what it is. Let's see. What, what the fuck? Where's the lineup for this? I, I want to look at the lineup for UFC 258. UFC 258 lineup. Are you fucking stupid phone? This is why I threw this shit, because this phone's fucking retarded. Okay, so at the top of it, um, starting the night off, we've got a middleweight bout between Maki Patolo and Julian Marquez. Finally, the returning Julian Marquez. Very interesting Instagram as well, too. So be able to be sure to follow him on there as well. The Cuban Missile Crisis. That's a, such a badass name. I love that. Um, Jim Miller, the great motherfucking Jim Miller, returns against Bobby Green. Oof, I'm going with Jim Miller in that fight. You can't count out Jim Miller in any fight. I mean, you're only as good as your last fight. I mean, I, don't, I think Jim Miller lost his last fight. But, dude, Jim Miller has been fighting in the UFC for, like, the longest time. And he just looks fucking good. He's still beating all the young contenders and stuff. Bobby can, Bobby Green is an, not necessarily a younger fighter. Probably a little older. 
But hey, that's a good fight. I mean, Bobby's Bobby's awkward stances, his movement, dude. The way he moves is just weird and awkward. Not in a bad way. It's just different. And he's always talking in there and he's moving around and just, you know, just talking shit. It has like that Diaz like vibe kind of. So he'll take on Jim Miller. You got another middleweight bout. Um, we got Kelvin Gaslam returning. Against Ian Heinish. Should be interesting. Curious to see how Ian Heinish does. Gets a real seasoned uh, contender and a title challenger in the form of Kelvin Gaslam. Um, then we move up to the women's flyweight division. Co-main event. Um, between uh, Macy Barber. She takes on Alexa Grosso. That should be an interesting one. I'm very excited. Man, the ladies can fight. So, Stephen A., you shut your fucking mouth when it comes to talking about not wanting to see women fight in the UFC, motherfucker. I'll slap the fucking... I'll slap you so hard, your hairline will come back, motherfucker. Don't talk shit about the women's fights. The women's fights are excellent. And from the co-main, we go to the main event. We got Macy Barber taking on Alexa... Excuse me, I'm fucking kind of high here, ladies and gentlemen. From the co-main to the main, you've got Usman versus Burns. So it'll be interesting. It's an overall solid card. If I had to rank it on the best cards ever, uh, no, not even close. It's it's an alright card. It's a good card. It's a good card. I'm excited to see what happens in the main event, though. That's the thing. I'm so excited. It's uh, interesting, obviously. Because, for example... If Mr. Gilbert Burns does get the job done, oof, that would be uh, a pretty wild, uh, um, a pretty wild turn of events, to be honest. It, it it'll be big because it would be big because uh, you know, no one's really beaten Usman before. I mean, people have beaten Newsman. He has one loss, but you haven't seen him losing the UFC. I mean, he is a beatable UFC champion, but it's gonna take somebody that's super elite. Now, that's that's the case when it comes to all these unbeatable kind of people that come to mind when, you know, at the time they were the most unbeatable people. People deemed them unbeatable. I mean, it happened with Anderson Silva. It happened with Jose Aldo. I mean, people really said, who the fuck is going to beat this person? Same thing with Mighty Mouse. Who the hell is going to beat this person? Who's going to beat all these people? And then when we see these people that beat people that supposedly were untouchable or undefeated or never lost before. It's like a big shocker in the MMA world that happens. I mean, could this be the one? We never know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how the fight is going to go down. Both men could slip on a banana pill. We just don't know how the fight's going to go. So it'll be interesting to see it. I do think Kamaro can take him down. I read something about the stats. Like, Gilbert Burns only stopped 50% of the takedowns. But when someone's constantly fighting for a takedown the way that Usman does, I think that's, I mean, it's going to be, it's, it could be a problem. But, you know, if anything, Gilbert could get tired and just be tired from the constant takedowns and constant pressure of Usman. It happens to a lot of people. He breaks people mentally. He breaks them physically. And you, you see what happens. And that's why he's so successful. Styles make fights. So... Um, anyways, moving along from that, I, I only wanted to talk about the main event. Is that bad? I don't really like, I mean, if it's not interesting to me, or like, if it's not something like where, oh my god, I just have to talk about it, 
then I'm, I'm not going to really, like, talk about it, you know, too much. You know, same thing that goes for, like, breaking down entire fight cards and skipping. Like, that's one thing I did when I first would break down fight cards and stuff. How to, what's it called, uh, you know, skip certain fights because I didn't know too much about them, to be honest. I'll just, like, go from talking about all my favorites from the very top to the very bottom and that's how it go i'm pretty buzzed here on the show ladies and gentlemen it's good to be be here and be uh back and actually uh speaking of that earlier before we got on the podcast i was on gab you know the alternate social media platform to twitter free speech network baby they're working on their own tv stream service or some shit like that and they're also um, working on... I think they have like their own version of YouTube as well. And um, I think they're working on a SoundCloud alternative too. So their SoundCloud alternative for people to upload podcasts to and other content and not have to have the worry of being silenced or taken off the platform. Because Twitter is continuing to do its... Um, what's it called? A... Uh, suspending of people's accounts of political people of anybody that's pro-trump or i mean trump supporter or if they say something you don't like and day by day it just constantly continues to feel like we're in a different version of china like the united states version of china because a lot of people say oh china owns the u.s because of owns the u.s because of his relationship because of Joe Biden's relationship to the Chinese president, Xi Jinping. He was on the phone with him about two hours yesterday, I do believe. Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. I mean, Trump never really had a conversation with China after their, their trade deals and all that other shit went down the drain. So, uh, kind of nerve-wracking. I mean, people's free speech is really being limited or they're being taken off the face of the earth because of, uh, of their beliefs. I mean, um... Uh, I don't know how much, I don't really necessarily agree with this next point, but um, the Mandalorian star, Gina Carano, was just recently fired from Lucasfilms because of a derogatory post um, comparing um, people, bashing people for their political beliefs online, comparing the people getting bashed online like their, their beliefs to the Holocaust survivors and stuff like that, and that's... That's a little too much, Gina Carano. But damn, they fired her on the spot. Seemed like. Um, but The Mandalorian is a great show. She was phenomenal in that. So um, if this is the new world order, then she will not get hired nor rehired back. But, you know, I got, why do I feel like they would rehire her? Maybe she makes like a public apology or some shit like that. But, you know, she, belie- she generally believes everything she posts. I mean... I've never really, I mean, I really don't give a fuck about people's, other people's political views. I mean, your political views are your political views. Now, if you say something outlandish or you say something that just doesn't make any fucking tell you that shit, you know, I mean, she just kind of, you know, these people, these celebrities are people too. I mean, I personally think it's fucking weird when celebrities talk about politics and all that and just all this other different shit that they think that they know. And it's, it's just, it's so awkward for me personally. It's so weird to see a public uh, figure like that or maybe like a rapper, more so like rappers and stuff or these people talking, or actors talking, oh, this about Trump or that. Like, dude, shut your fucking ass up. Continue 
going back to acting. Now, I know everybody's entitled to their free speech and entitled to their opinions and entitled to everything that they post, right? But we are using created apps, popular created apps like Twitter, like Instagram. We're using apps that are that, that were created by these people that are making the rules, people that are suspending accounts on Twitter. These motherfuckers created that app so they can... They can uh, you know, stretch their arms anywhere around that app and do whatever the fuck they want. So in a way, people can get mad. I I understand it. I think it's completely terrible and wrong and a huge violation of free speech. Quite similarly to earlier. So I uh, read something on um, Disclose.tv that said that Instagram would permanently suspend people who are delivering hate speech through private direct messages now i quoted that tweet earlier and i said private direct messages huh wait what did i say i've got to pull this tweet up because it's like that's a complete violation of your um your personal privacy not i mean you didn't i mean i don't i can see if motherfuckers they, they got their shit banned because they're constantly posting and pushing the agenda on their their account and it's visible for the entire world to see but to go inside of someone's messages out of all things and and find hate speech it's like are you going through all the messages are we are we not private do we not have the ability to be private citizens i mean they're trying to impeach trump and he's now a private u.s citizen and I don't think personally that's going to go through. I don't think anything's going to happen. It's a waste of people's time. It's a waste of people's motherfucking money and, and, and dignity. And they shouldn't be even wasting their goddamn time on that bullshit, too. So the world's a pretty re- re- retarded place. I don't know if I can use that word anymore, but I did say it. Retard, retard. The world is a retarded place. And I'm not, I'm not discrediting anybody that has mental illnesses or wasn't fortunately born... Um, so as we as we're talking about Trump, some news popped up. Impeachment managers wrap up case after with new warning on Trump. I don't really care about that. Um, yeah, this phone is so fucked up. Not the one I'm using right now, but the the Android is so fucking cracked. It's like, dude, oh my god, I cannot wait for that to get back. My new phone to come tomorrow. Um. But, yeah, so, I mean, going in and seeing people's private DMs, well, you have a team that goes through the DMs and tries to look for any, any fucking reason to ban you. Like, that's almost, that's an invasion of privacy, dude. That's like, what the fuck are you going in my private DMs? This is like a communist planet. The, the communist, uh, United States is like a communist country when people aren't able to do that. Because that's similar to what happens in China. But except me, you, and everybody else that talks or gives our thoughts about something that gives our thoughts about our political views or what we truly believe in and we can't express our right our opinions are you telling me we can't expect our opinions and if we uh, if we um give our opinions off we can be arrested or put in jail i mean the world's gonna get crazy dude it's gonna be insane it's gonna be wild because you're gonna see all these people either you know risking it all getting pulled off the internet or just you know, it's it's gonna turn into a fucking mess. So, I don't I don't know how it's gonna end up being. 
later on in life, but hey man, I'll, I'll continue to keep fucking talking and keep saying the shit that I feel like I need to say. Fuck big tech. Fuck social media. Fuck all those people. Gab.com slash G the King official, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want your free speech limited. You don't want to worry about being um, canceled, censored, have your post flags like I have on Facebook. Gab.com slash G the King official. And Gab.com, ladies and gentlemen. Join that shit. Bookmark it. Add it to your homepage on the iPhone because they are amazing. They do not censor us. Not that there's anything that I say or do that has me fearing of being censored. I mean, maybe if there's anything I said on the show that was controversial or something, which I highly doubt. We mainly talk about fights and other different things. So I don't think anything crazy would happen with that, man. It's just, you know, when certain things come out and you want to talk about them, you know, it's just now you got to look twice. You got to think twice or risk Having your platform deplatformed, you can really fuck with someone's mind having their shit deplatformed. I mean, like having a podcast that comes out every week and having people reach having reach out to your fans or reach out to your listeners or whoever it is. I mean, that's for me, I have a significant MMA uh, fan base based fan base on Twitter. Um, I don't know about political people. I mean, I have a lot of, I have half and half a little political people, MMA people, and some MMA people, they're political people. So, uh, I mean, it's more so MMA is like probably 90% MMA and probably about 30% political people. And when it comes down to breaking down a ratio for my followers and stuff, but you know, um, you know, I just nowadays with Twitter suspending people, man, it's just like, you've got to avoid it completely. And I, I kind of dialed back with my politic talk on the show and all that because just due to fear I mean like not fear but it's like yeah that would be so unfortunate and I wouldn't know how to connect with the audiences or connect with anybody other than like text message or some shit like that I mean you know what I mean it's pretty wild and uh pretty scary to see what big tech is able to do um nowadays but that really shows you that gab.com really is the um really is the the app to flock to you're gonna flock to anyone motherfuckers you gotta go over on over to uh gab i'm pretty fucking stoned here I'm, i don't know what it is i'm just but i can feel it let's take one more shot though ladies and gentlemen i mean can't answer me I, maybe my words being slightly slurred or some shit like that but you know it's, it's just wild <laughs> But anyways, yeah, it's that's just wild. Um, the amount of executive orders that Biden signed in was kind of like pretty crazy. But in reality, man, with everything we see on media, it, it we don't know necessarily everything that's truly going on behind the scenes. I mean, there's things that people just aren't meant to see. You know what I mean? It is there are things that people aren't meant to see. And, you know, we only know what the corrupt fake news media says to us. So, you know, it's almost, no, we're not puppets. We're just being fed bullshit information. Like I was saying um, earlier, uh, just right now, my Facebook posts have been uh, not flagged, but they're calling it like that. They, they, you know, when Trump would tweet stuff and they would say, oh, this tweet, uh, what is it? 
this may be debated or you know like election fraud this uh, uh the this claim about election fraud is disputed you know those little things that popped up under trump's tweets for the longest time it's kind of similar to that but <coughs> excuse me i just took a hit of my stizzy pen um it's kind of similar to the, the, the banning and the flagging of the post. It's kind of similar to uh, that. Oh, that's what happened on a couple of my posts because I had said on a, on a quote, on a, had a, uh, not a quote, it was a, what was it? It was a picture, um, one of the, it's not a meme picture, but it said how to legally decline a vaccine and it listed a lot of different informations on there. I mean, it, I mean, it ended up, I mean, I looked and fact-checked, they said it fact-checked, they fact-checked it and they said that you cannot legally decline a vaccine unless you proved that it caused significant health issues. I mean, how the fuck can we prove that the vaccine's going to cause health issues, right? Just like without showing them, right? With take, without taking it and just watching yourself die slowly. Also said that, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine was made from aborted babies and fetal cells. <laughs> they seem to be getting real mad with that. Get a real sensitive. I, I mean, I was thinking maybe if any, I mean, Spotify is a good fucking platform. though. That up is perfect. What Anchor is doing is perfect. So, but if we're going to have like, we, I was thinking about this, maybe, um, Maybe create another podcast on the side that's all everything, you know, political conspiracies and controversial statements. But, um, you know, I don't know if Gab is going to make that SoundCloud alternative free, but it would be kind of nice to uh, have that. But then, too, the argument, the contradicting argument I have for that is... Um, You know, it's, it's basically having wanting to have it all in one place. There are multiple feeds or links for multiple feeds and stuff, you know? I'm just not into that. I'm too lazy, man. I'm fucking lazy. So, I mean, a lot of my uh, shit is all in one spot. So, that's the way I'd like to keep it, though. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what else we got here on the show? We're 41 minutes in, ladies and gentlemen. Just do add. Um, we are brought to you by Anchor, ladies and gentlemen. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. We're fucking amongst millions of motherfucking people in the world. And there's millions of people that have podcasts out there. Companies, people, celebrities. So why don't you join the movement, ladies and gentlemen, anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today and or download the app in the Google Play Store and or the iPhone App Store and you can download Anchor for free, create a, a free account, broadcast to hundreds of thousands of people and also express your somewhat limited opinion on certain things and and talk about whatever the fuck it is. You can have a podcast with your friends or family, whomever. Anchor makes that possible, ladies and gentlemen. So one more time, anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today. And please quickly follow us on social media at KWTK pod as well as uh, Instagram, KWTK pod as well. 
G the King Official on Gab, gab.com slash G the King Official, excuse me, and so forth, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast is, is easy to have access to, ladies and gentlemen. We're available everywhere you get your shows Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Oh, it's fucking same thing. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. We can't even fucking speak right here, ladies and gentlemen. Is that it for our show today, though? Mm. Um. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> You do get fucking um, hot when you cough. I mean, that's how I am. Um, this is crazy. This tweet that just popped up. <laughs> Hollywood really is an amazing place. You can rape, molest, and harass and abuse people as much as you want. As long as you vote for the correct party. That's pretty. I do believe I'm like five shots in deeply too on this podcast. We're nearing an hour long. We've been on here for an hour. It's been a good time, though. For sure. Um, is that it? Well, we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, for sure. Because um, I have a lot more free space now. So we'll be back. And the podcast is not going any on the um Within the next few episodes and stuff, we got, I mean, UFC 258, so this weekend, we briefly touched base on that. We'll talk about the results, the post-fight, everything underneath the sun as well, and um, and so forth, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be back with another episode of Kicking with the King, episode 323. Um, like I said, follow me on gab, gab.com, slash G the King official. Um, I have Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. I have an actual Instagram that I made. Um, it's getting some followers. People have been following it. G the King underscore official. So G the King underscore official on Instagram. Instagram.com slash KWTK pod as well. Twitter, G the King MMA as always. Um, Instagram as well too. KWTK pod, ladies and gentlemen. So like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode, this glorious episode of Kicking It. With the king, and we got fucked up, ladies and gentlemen. We got pretty fucking smashed last night, so I'm surprised I even took a shot in, uh, a shot, uh, started drinking as what we were drinking today. We're having fun here. On this. these are my days off, so on my days off, man, we have a good fucking time. So, um, quickly, and let me just confirm something that I said earlier that wasn't true. Um. This is episode 323, so episode 324 will be the new episode for the next one. Um, that's everything, ladies and gentlemen. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, tuner rather than later. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks. DJ, turn it up. DJ, turn it up in three, two, one. DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music, lasso DJ turn me up, DJ 
turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch